Hello, welcome to the Hunter's Hub, a video game podcast born of the Monster Hunter community, and you have joined us on our Monster Hunter night. This is Fortwan, joined by my awesome co-host Ace. How you doing? Shh, don't talk about Greatsword. We don't talk about Greatsword. Is this the new Don't Talk About Bruno? No. You don't talk about But every, everyone, I don't know exactly what the whole conversation is, but everyone's been uh-huh. losing their minds about the greatsword on Twitter. And I've just been like, oh, I, I've, been, I've been busy with the girls this weekend, so I didn't understand. Like, I didn't hear this. So what's yeah. the, just because the, the Switch skills, the new Switch, we're going to talk about these, by the way. I assume um, it has something to do with the Switch skills. Um, mm-hmm. but like, I was just seeing stuff about great sword left and right. And I was like, I don't have enough of an attention span to dig into this and find what's going on right well, now. What's the general idea is people are just like <clears throat> going nuts. Like it's so awesome kind of deal or cause all I've seen is negativity about the charge blade on Twitter. There's, there's been negativity about the charge blade since friggin'. Well, I mean, specifically with the weapon video. So so to, to recap for the audience real quick, because we're kind of jumping in the middle of this. Um, Capcom dropped uh, sort of like weapon trailers, which they said they were going to do um, for Sunbreak uh, with some, some of the Switch skills. Not all of them, as I understand. Not, not everything new. But just sort of showcase a little bit of what's new with every weapon. And at this point... We have received 10 of the 14 weapons. We are still missing longsword, light bow gun, dual blades, and lance. Um, and it's, yeah, like I said, it's easier just to name what <clears throat> isn't there versus what is there. So it was kind of weird, too. They released them in batches of three, and then Hunting Horn was just, like, by itself in the middle of the night. Like, mm-hmm. I just, like, I happened to, I had a weird sleep schedule that night. Uh, I had like a headache and I went to bed like at 8 p.m. And I got up at 3 and I saw it had been posted like an hour ago. So like 2 a.m. my time. I was like, why would they post the hunting horn at like 2 a.m.? You know, I guess they can hit European at 7 in the morning. Like, uh, it's like midday Japan. Like. I no, don't know. Uh, I don't. I don't know what the release was of that for the hunting horn. But anyways, so so, so you you saw people freaking out like it's so awesome for the greatsword. Like it I guess looks, we'll just start with that one. It looks like people are on the in the camp of like it's overpowered because there's the uh, what it's called is the uh, surge slash slash combo, an offensive style that combines speed with the weight of the greatsword to unleash a stream of powerful strikes in quick succession. And then there's yeah, and the it's, strong it's arm paired stance. with the char- this yeah, it's paired with the the supercharge that people use. Mhm. So it looks like it's got faster attacks and some counters to it. So Yeah. I guess people are freaking out cuz it's like OP so to say. Not I wouldn't think so. I was happy when I saw that trailer because the counter is on the the switch skill that I like to use, the bounce. That everyone likes to use the supercharge slash instead of the bounce, and I use the bounce. So, mm-hmm. 
the the fact that it was paired with the bounce, I was like, yes, yes, give me the bounce because you can counter attack right, and then after you land the counter attack, you can switch skill into the bounce, and I was like, that is amazing because it gets you up close and personal. Essentially, it puts you in a position to to do the bounce. Um, so I was I was excited about that one, although mm -hmm. that takes. You know, if they both take two wire bugs, I don't know if the wire bugs replenish when you switch or not, but because they don't really show the UI. Um, but yeah, like the first, the first three that dropped um, were Switch Axe, Greatsword, and uh, what was the other one? Was it was it the? No, it wasn't the hammer. Oh goodness, I gotta go look. Uh, Sword and Shield. That's right. No, heavy bowgun, switch axe, and sword and shield. Sorry, I'm wrong. Great sword was not on that. Um, the uh, I don't know. So I, I guess let's just kind of go through them in order. Um, mm. So sword and shield, first one I saw. Uh, I kind of I kind of like freaked out because they were like oils are back, and I was like, yeah, this is cool. Pan will be happy about that. Oh, yeah, no, I know she's happy about it. I pinged her on the Discord, and she was just like, yes! I uh, I put in that gif of um, <coughs> the uh, Jack Nicholson from uh, Anger Management, where it zooms on him going, yeah, at the bar. like I, I could just see uh, Pan on the other end being the uh, one dude from Avatar in the Kyoshi village that's just like... <gasps> And just frothing at the mouth. Yeah, it just like passes out frothing at the mouth. Oh, that's hilarious. Oh man, yeah. That the oils being back is kind of exciting because we only we we only saw the destroyer oil, but which helps them flinch more. But mm -hmm. the oils were a very well liked and and, and um, utilized thing in generations and generations ultimate. I mistakenly thought they were in four ultimate. But I get four ultimate and generations ultimate mechanics mixed up sometimes. Mm -hmm. So, so yeah, it was pretty cool stuff. I I was very excited about that one. Yeah, um, I mean, I've been used, definitely using a wide variety of weapons. So, so far, probably great sword and sword and shield. I'm most excited for um mm -hmm. i'm not very good with the uh switch axe and rise i would say at least with the switch skills i'm kind of right. i just kind of don't get them or i just don't have them down right now just because i've been spent a significant amount of time with them um doo -doo -doo -doo. Hammer. Uh, you want to talk about the hammer next? It's not really in order, but that's okay. I'm just look. I'm just scrolling through the Twitter updates right now, looking at them. Ah. <clears throat> I'm going through the YouTube uh, to see what order they came out in. Um. So the next one after that, I believe, was the Switch Axe. 
Mm-hmm. And the Switch X, I'm not as... It's probably in my bottom tier of weapons for me personally. Not saying that it's bad weapon. Um, it's just not for me. It's never been for me. I always try it out with every game, but... Um, but it's just not something that clicks with me. But it did get a counterattack, mm-hmm. um, which I kind of felt like it's it's kind of funny because a lot of things got a counterattack through these videos, and I feel like it's like the Smash Brothers problem where new character with counterattack. I will say, <laughs> I will say though, just based off the uh, video that they used with the uh, Astalos uh, switch axe and the Astalos armor, I might. I might become a Switch Axe main. We'll see. I mean, Ocelos is pretty fun. It's a good fight. I wonder how they're going to change it, too. Because, it, it, you know, it's been since Generations that we fought him. Mm-hmm. So, um, the 4 to 5 update is always an interesting change. <clears throat> yeah, we'll see. Uh, we'll see just how twitchy he gets. Yeah. Do his uh, lightning rod into the ground and, and blow up. Um, so switch axe and then heavy bowgun. Um, I'm not a like I said I played heavy good bowgun back in Gen One. I'm not a bowgunner these mm. days. So I, I mean I watched it. It looked pretty cool. They got this uh, wire bug circle thing where you can shoot through it and it doubles the shot. I think is what it said. So basically. Or triples it or something. It basically, like, you're shooting through it and it does more shots. Essentially, like, splits the aimbo. Mm-hmm. Um, that was kind of cool. Um, but that's about all I saw in that, That it, for me, that was, like, of any significance. Um, I know there's another move in there. I don't remember it. Uh, it's really the don't. crouching shot. So you basically go down to, like, one knee by the looks of it, and then you're... It enables you to... Uh, fire the bow gun in rapid succession so okay i mean essentially like a semi generations yeah like a semi-auto so yeah okay so they're bringing I mean, in that's probably big for heavy bow gunners yeah i can't i couldn't make out what they were using though like what weapon and armor uh it looks to be the uh the uh bishiton Subspecies. Oh, the, 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 the Splody Yeah, that's what it looks like Mr. to me. Mr. Pinecone. Unless if that's like a surprise um, new take on Viper Toby Kadachi, but I don't think so. No, you can, <clears throat> now that you say that, I can see it in the male's armor where mm-hmm. it kind of looks like uh, a baboon, like the, the face mask. Yeah, and it's also um, got like the, the wings coming off of the arms too. Yep. It's nice to see some G-Rank armor because they all look great. Like, mm-hmm. G-Rank usually look everything looks great. You know, I can give or take uh, a lot of the high-rank armors. Ooh. Speaking but... of which, I'm hoping they... I'm hoping they redeem the Rathalos armor this mm-hmm. time around. Because I... I like the uh, G-Rank Rathalos armor from the past when it had, like, the full wings. And then yeah. In... In that Iceborne. was that was third gen. Yeah, I think in four didn't it also have full, full wings for it too? Yeah, they had the same <clears throat> they had the same design, I believe. Yeah. Yeah, and then uh, Iceborne they had it sort of just like 
it was just almost like fins or frills, and I was like, oh. <laughs> oh. I want to look like I eat dragons for breakfast. <laughs> <coughs> but then the yeah. Fatalis armor came along and fixed that. Sort of. Yeah, sort of. Ish. But, I mean... The cat, the cat outfit for the Fatalis armor made everything good. Just the floppy-headed <laughs> yeah. Fatalis yeah. with the little hunter for the weapon. That goes from trying to uh, do the uh, stab mount to the to just mm-hmm. being used like a fucking club. Ugh. Yes, yes. They had some great designs for that one. Um. <laughs> Um, so moving on from heavy bow gun, another one that really got my, uh, got my attention was the insect glaive <laughs> and the, the super bug attack where they put the bug on the end of the stick and whirl him around and just chuck him at the monster. And he does like a bunch of damage. I was like, that's cool. That's going to make for some fun, like kinsect builds where they're, you know, they're focusing on tossing the kinsect a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, that one was cool. I, I really, I really enjoyed that one. And the, the other ability, again, I don't remember it because the Kinsect one took took up my my uh, attention because I was like, he, did he just chuck that bug at, at that Rathalos and knock it out of the air? I don't know if it was Rathalos he was fighting, but something. Yeah, that reminds me of. Uh, yeah, it was Rathalos. That reminds me of the uh, skill that you can or the. Uh, special attack that you can do in generations ultimate right where, where it like whirls around you and then you just whip it at the monster and then it fills all your um essences yeah that's kind of what it looks like honestly it looks like we're getting a lot of generations inspirations for these moves mm-hmm. in general like between yeah. the oils between like <clears throat> um the crouching on the heavy bow gun you know that could that could be the thing here. Yeah, I'm um, seeing in some of the comments as well that there, some of them are uh, frontier mechanics too. So I have to interesting. Do I some, wouldn't know that as well. Yeah, I'd have to do some research to see exactly which ones. I think it said one was for there was one under greatsword, but I'd have to double check. Okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm not sure, because I've never followed Frontier that well. Because, again, I, I have a problem faking an, a, a different country's equivalent of a social security number just to play a game. Um, as much as I love Monster Hunter, that was that was a step too far for me. <laughs> I was just like, I can't. I can't do this. Um, so, um, Insect Glaive, looking pretty good. I was pretty uh, happy about that one. Uh, the hammer, um, it seemed to get some cool stuff. It got this weird sort of like dash thing. I don't, I don't know what to call it. Do do you (laughs) like it didn't like I impact burst? Yeah. Something like that. Oh, no, no, no. That's where it, no, no, I'm getting that confused with hunting horn. Um, this is where they hit the monster and it hits again later on. Mm-hmm. So it just does the, the, it just does a lingering hit, like hit. And then there's like an echo of a hit in the same spot, regardless of where that spot moves to the right. same spot on the monster, which is okay. 
That, that felt similar very, to the, I don't know. Similar to the one attack on the uh, longsword, where you do the the uh, two slashes, and then it has mm-hmm. the uh, after after effect. Right. It's kind of kind of gives it, it's, you know, as much as they, obviously it's not grounded in realism, but, you know, there's, there if some of the attacks always kind of feel grounded, like you're hitting where it hits. You're mm-hmm. not doing these, like, weird, like, things. But this is one of those ones that kind of crosses into that line where it's just, like, a little more fantasy about the, the sort of attack. It, you know, it feels more anime-y, if, mm-hmm. if, if, you, if you may. Um, and it's kind of like, I kind of think of, like, um, there was this line on one of the football games I used to, to hear. It's like, they tackle him. It's like, oh, he'll feel that one in the morning. It's like, yeah. I kind of feel like that. It's just like, oh, he, you'll, you'll feel that after you hit it kind of thing. Yeah. So, like, a, a lingering attack kind of deal. Hunting horn looks interesting. Yeah, that's the one that you get a dash. And uh, you, you sort of dash over to them, and um, I can't remember how it went. Maybe highlighting it real quick will show it. Um, but they, they comboed it into the spinning one, where they they spin the, the hammer on its handle, um, mm-hmm. which was a pretty popular move. A lot of people liked that, so... Uh, it kind of looks just like a, sort of like a dash hit. And it looked pretty good. <clears throat> Not gonna lie, we didn't see anything about songs or you know doing anything with, more with songs. But mm-hmm. I don't think that's gonna be an issue. Again, I don't think we got the whole picture of everything that's different. Yeah. So, um, they're just showing a cool combo move that you can use with a pretty popular move. Mm-hmm. Um. Back to the to the great sword real quick. I, I do enjoy the counter that we got because there's not a lot of counters in the great sword. Mm-hmm. Um, and with me, who likes to do the push guard um, instead of the shoulder check, mm-hmm. uh, I I I really I really ap- appreciate the the sort of blocking aspect of the great sword that kind of gets forgotten, like. Mm-hmm. The fact that it can block is is one of the reasons why I enjoy the great sword nowadays. Um, just because you know you can be like, oh no, I don't know if I'm going to make it with a roll, so I'm going to stand up and block if I don't really feel like trying to time the dodge that well. I don't know. Maybe it's lazy playing on my part, but but I do enjoy that. You know, that's something in Monster Hunter that's been around for a long time is the fact that the great sword can block. And it was just never really used that much, mm-hmm. but like they showed it in, if you remember, uh, Ace, not not Freedom Unites intro, but Freedom 2's intro, where the Blangonga is charging yeah. after the gunner that's downed, and the greatsword guy saves him by blocking with the greatsword. You know, it's something I don't know. It feels a little more iconic than they give it credit for. Yeah, I, uh, in the series. I was actually just like thinking about something like that. I wish that with like the fang beast ones that are have like the the primitus skeleton so like blanganga and rajang and those ones i wish that it would that i think it would be cool if they implemented like a small little like quick time event struggle Mm -hmm. where if you're successful you can uh briefly knock them down out of it or you know if if Mm. you fail out of it you get like the the big knockback and you're thrown on the onto the ground 
I think that would be okay. cool if they added a little touch like that, but, you know, I'm not the game developer, so. <laughs> right, and also quick time events are, are generally a, 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 a no-no nowadays. Yeah. They were like a hit thing, and now they're kind of like, eh, please don't. You know what I mean? Like, I'm um, not saying it's a bad idea. I'm just saying general public doesn't seem to like them, usually. Gunlance, I don't know why we don't just make it a jetpack at this point. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> like, that was insane. Um, it was like another just like sort of boosting around. Um, I don't even know what it did. I watched that one a couple times and I was still like, what are they doing? Like, they're, and, and they also got some, some sort of alternate stake charge as well. Mm-hmm. And I was like, that's kind of nifty. I, I, it looked, if I cared to play Gunlance, it looked pretty nice. But, not gonna lie, I am 100% still sticking with Greatsword for Sunbreak. Because I just enjoyed it so much in Rise. And I, I've always kind of been like, you know, I even said this today, I was like, I always try out the weapons, but like, mm-hmm. I feel like, more and more, I'm just becoming more of just a Greatsword main. I'm just like, this is kind of where I'm just sort of sitting <laughs> on Monster Hunter weapons right now. Just like, mm-hmm. Greatsword. I, I can't I can't help it. I can't help what I like. Mm-hmm. So, but the, yeah, the gun lance, it looks, it looks fun. Um, that one kind of reminded me of, you remember there was a, there in world and iceborne, was it world and iceborne? No, I'm maybe I'm wrong. Isn't no, maybe it is in rise where you do the cooldown strike where you can reduce the cooldown on your wyvern, uh, wyvern shot by doing a move. I don't know. I'm not. I'm not too savvy on the gun lance. Yeah, see, this is my problem. I always tell people when they're asking me about Monster Hunter stuff, like this is we're we're clearly in the hunter part of Monster Hunter, and I I very much more lean towards the monster part of Monster Hunter. So when we're talking about the hunter stuff, I don't I'm not as well versed, even though you know I've been playing since the beginning of the series. I, yeah. I still focus on the monsters more, so. I find a weapon and I just try to master that one weapon and there we go. So gun Lance looking pretty good. Uh, charge blade. I was seeing getting some negative feedback for having, um, the iron silk bind like counter, even though it already had a count and it pairs with the other counter too was mm-hmm. the other thing. It's like counter and then counter again, I guess like, but it was like, um, they said specifically with the strong silk, which is like a new thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but basically, I, I think you just take no or very little chip damage from the strong silk and sort of do something extra with it. <coughs> um, I mean, one of the moves, it plant, it looks like it plants one of the files into the monster, and then when you hit it again, um, it can cause, it looks like, knockout damage. Okay. That's good. I mean, we we need more weapons that do uh, knockout damage. Knockout slash knockdown, depending on where, where you hit it. Yeah. Bow. Um, that's weird. It's a rumor, obviously. I, I was just. 
looking at the weapon stuff, but something popped up of Sony has apparently secured Capcom and CD Projekt Red. I haven't heard that. I haven't heard it either. <gasps> it's literally a rumor. Or it could just be someone just spouting nonsense on the internet. But it actually like you, came up on my like. You really think someone would do that? Go on the internet and tell lies? <laughs> yes, all the time. To quote Arthur. Um, yeah. Uh, Bo looks like it has a interesting move where uh, it links you to the monster. Butcher's Bind. Yes. That, that was cool. Because uh, it does more cutting damage. Yeah. So the bows can get the tail off easier. That was a that was a good highlight for me. I dabbled in bow and a little bit in rise, just like when I was sort of like playing mm-hmm. with people who were still newer. I didn't want to just go in there with full greatsword build and just demolish things until I did because yeah. I wanted to play more greatsword. But you know, at first I was using some bow and that actually looked really cool. Would they sort of yeah they sort of attach? It's like the idea in D anD D of like you're <coughs> shooting something with a rope. Tied yeah. to the bow, and you're sort of like circumventing around it with the rope. Yeah, I mean, World and Rise, I mean, have made bow and the bow guns, I would say, more accessible. A lot better because yes, opening up, opening up armor to just being universal instead of having a separate set for gunner that's half the defense is yeah, I would say a lot better. I feel more well more comfortable. The idea was that they didn't have the physical defense. They had they had the elemental defense because they mm-hmm. had higher elemental defenses. Now the problem was is that all the elemental attacks still did also physical damage. So it was just better to be a blade master in both situations anyways. So it it, it kind of defeated its own purpose, but like yeah, it was lower defense armor, essentially. Yeah. Um, but I do remember being like, oh, man, a gunner wouldn't have taken as, mu- as much. Uh, like We're talking like, you know, Freedom Unite. Man, I, my bow wouldn't have taken as much damage from that Rajong beam as my Blade Master did. Mm-hmm. But that was a long time ago. That was a long time ago. <laughs> yeah. And I'm not even sure if that was true. I was just me looking at the stats and feeling that. Also got to say yet again uh, with the the trailer, poor Rathalos just getting abused over and over and over again. Yeah. Yeah, poor poor gal. <clears throat> um I really, I really want to see a day where the new monster comes in and Rathalos kicks the crap out of it. Like, I, I know that wouldn't do well to sell the new monster, but like, really, the, the poor, the, the poor, <laughs> you know, Rathi and Rathalos pair just need a break. They they'd need have a, to, they need to stop. They'd have to do like some uh, monster, uh, monster hunter online shit and do like the. Zenith Rathalos or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Or just straight up bring Dread King in. Mm-hmm. Um, 
it's just it, it's just I I get tired of seeing it because not only because they're some of my favorite monsters, but it's just like oh here it goes again. Here's yep, here's a Rathalos. Oh, it's because they did it with Malzeno too. Mm-hmm. Like Malzano's eating a Rathalos, essentially. Well, yeah, that's what I, that's what I was saying. He's just. Oh, I thought you were talking about him. the Seregius trailer that was tra- uh, chasing Rathian. Um, no, the one where he's got him in, a, in his mouth like a, a dog with a goose. Yeah. Like a hunting dog with a goose in its mouth. Um, yeah. But yeah. Goose are terrifying. We got, we got Steve back. Steve. I'm I'm excited um, to have that armor back. I love the way it looks. Yeah. <clears throat> um I wonder if we're still gonna get roll sharpness. Roll for sharpening. Uh be that could be a thing. Cause that was that was on the weapon property, I believe, right? That wasn't an armor property. That was a weapon property, wasn't it? I I don't remember. Pretty sure it was. I'm I am it's been a while. Um, I, I, I haven't I haven't played a lot of monster. I, like the last thing I did was the crown hunting stuff, and I finished that in what March, April? No, mm. April's too late. I mean, March, I've been February. I've been doing more uh, Gen U this week, and I've been working on clearing out more quests, which mm-hmm. it's kind of tedious depending on which ones they are. One of them was. Yeah. Uh, G rank wound the uh, Royal Ludroth's main, and I, I don't know. It was like half an hour in, and I'm just like dying. I'm like, just get broken already. I don't want to oh, fight you. Oh, with the cat, cat, the cat quest. Yeah, yeah. yeah that, those those wound ones are pretty rough. <laughs> I remember there was one for breaking an Iodrome's crest that I felt pretty bad about. Yeah. Like. I was like, eh, this is taking a long time. And Iodrome, you want to think he's a pushover, but he isn't. Like, like you're like, oh, he's Dude. just a raptor. Dude, no, I had a, <laughs> one of the cat quests that I cleared was hunting in Iodrome in the swamp. Mm-hmm. And the one that I got, which is the one that I posted on Twitter, was larger than the gypseros that was also in the hunt. I was like... Dang this <laughs> this size scaling makes Idrom look huge, and then a freaking Gypsaros comes into the area and lands, and I'm just like, "What? What is this Idrom? This is a monster!" I yeah, I get that. It feels a lot um, more drastic in the older games sometimes mm-hmm. with the, the size differences. Um, <coughs> Even a normal Iodrome will do a lot of damage to you. Not mm-hmm. just from the poisoning. Just, just regular melee damage is is very much on par with a with a monster that's, you know, about twice its size sometimes. So mm-hmm. you gotta be careful with with an Iodrome. But Gypsor is, is also an early tier monster too that can be kind of small. So I get I get why but yeah, I don't know. Gypsor is is never tiny, like unless it's a small crown. So like you just so you but you did you get a crown off of that iodrome? I'd hope you did. It was a it was the large crown. Yeah, it makes sense. Because if I uh, let me see, let me go to it. 
It was got it on your phone. Eleven twenty one. Yeah, it's pretty big. When the silver crown was eleven oh three. Yeah. 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 Well, that's a pretty big silver crown too for an aerodrome. Yeah. Because they go off a of length, uh, which <coughs> you know, our our uh, our human brains look at height a lot more than length, but. I mean, height and length, it was bigger than Gypsaros. True. It's true. And then, uh, in a quest with randoms, I got a slightly smaller silver Rathalos as well. So that was nice. goofy, but I posted on that. Now, it was a slightly smaller uh, gold crown? Small? Yeah. So I went from uh, 1642 to 1625. That's a, it's a pretty... In the gold crown range, that's pretty drastic. Mm-hmm. You know, nearly 20 centimeters. Jeez. Yeah. Oh, and then I know you saw the other post that I uh, retweeted about the uh, PS5 Horizon Forbidden West bundle. That is yep. supposedly yep. Sony official. I'll believe it when I yep. possibly ever see it. Uh, as people who already have PS5s, that's, uh, yeah, <laughs> that's not an issue for us, but it is still an issue for the general public. My, uh, some of my friends just don't believe it exists. They're like, mm-hmm. no, you, 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 you fabricated that PS5. I'm like, sure. Yeah. I fabricated something I spent $500 on for me to watch Netflix on at this point. No, you got that off Alibaba, and it's really just a Google Chromecast inside a fancy case. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I mentioned this uh, through the chat, but I, I did, I have been, so I've, I'm still in the Monster Hunter gaming rut where I just don't feel like playing anything, but I don't want to play Monster Hunter because I don't want to burn out on it before Sunbreak, so I'm just in the sort of limbo of not wanting to play any games. But I need help in three. I would have. The night that you were like, hey, I'm going to do this. Like, I think I even said, like, I would. But I ended up being busy that night. Mm. Um, that that one night, if I remember. But, um, I, I, yeah, I do remember that. But I've mostly just been watching movies. Uh, and then also doing a little more work, too. Mm. Um, trying to get some hours because uh, trying to save up for the house. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> so, uh, so been working on that. But um, what I was gonna say is, I, I watched Doctor Sleep, and that was mm-hmm. a total turnaround for me, not liking The Shining. Whereas, and then watching Ewan McGregor in Doctor Sleep, I was like. I think I gotta watch Star Wars again, because like I just like <laughs> I just like Ewan McGregor, so like I gotta see him in Star Wars again. Apparently, that was a very early role for him. I figured well, out. I mean, he'd only done a couple movies before that. I mean, you and I both being uh, horror virgin fans and listening to them for a while now. I mean, The Shining, the movie, was different in a lot of ways from the book, mm-hmm. and. I mean, I would say 
I would say much in the way that a lot of people misunderstand characters in movies nowadays. Mm-hmm. Um, Stanley Kubrick, I would say, like, definitely sort of, like, puts Jack up on a pedestal and idolizes him in just, like, giving in and being a monster to the evil presence. And it doesn't, like, he doesn't ever come back like he does in the book. Because in the book, he, uh, he like, snaps out of it and has a moment of clarity and sacrifices himself to save his family. But that doesn't ever yeah. happen in the movie. So. No, because they were going kind of pseudo-slasher at the end, essentially. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I don't know. The the, the the whole psychic stuff and that kind of stuff in Doctor Sleep and about how the house was itself was, was, was a predator, it felt like, and the mansion or whatever, the hotel. Mm-hmm. Um, um, that kind of stuff was really cool. And you really don't get that idea. It just feels like this weird horror for horror's sake in The Shining. You know what I mean? Like it doesn't you don't get a lot of context of what's going on. Mm-hmm. Whereas Doctor Sleep it felt like there was context. And they didn't like shove it down your throat. There wasn't it wasn't just depositing exposition. It was like following him. Although I, I did I did say there was that one part where he woke up next to that woman and the little kid was there and he just sort of sat there like, and the woman had thrown up or something. And he was just like, yeah, I'm mm-hmm. getting out of here. And he, uh, sets the kid down and then like later in a nightmare, he sees both of them dead. And you're like, I was just like, wait a minute. Did that kid die there? Did that kid starve to death because he just left that woman there? And was she dead? Like, I was just like, dude, Danny, what's wrong with you? <laughs> Yeah, like, I mean, that's messed up. He's not a good person at the start of the movie. No, he's not. No, he's <laughs> not. Um, so I, uh, I, and you never expect that out of like you. You see like a a, a child from another movie. You don't expect them to be not great. You're like, no, no, no. He's a he's our protagonist. He's not going to do something like that. Oh, he did something like that. Oh no. Well. He fell down the uh, same well as uh, his father. So. Yeah. yeah. And unfortunately, he didn't have a family that was trying to save him until he already did some horrible shit. And then uh, he got yeah. his he got his friend in the town that he uh, escaped to. Yeah. Yeah, it was uh, it was an interesting one. I know. Sorry, that's not Monster Hunter related for Monster Hunter Week, but like we just had the weapon videos, and that's kind of with the trailer. We had the trailer too, but we kind of talked about that last week with Sasha. Um, like Steve being back, that's awesome. Getting some, you know, idea of what the Aurora Samacanth looks kind of interesting. Yes, I do. I do. Even though. <laughs> There was the bit of like, okay, so if we got Aurora Somnicanth, where's Zamtrios? But like, I get it where those do look interesting. The Magma, uh, Almadron, and, and Aurora Somnicanth. Mm-hmm. I wish they would have said more than just <clears throat> Magma Al- Almadron, though. Because like mm-hmm. Aurora, that sounds cool. That sounds thought out. Just like, Lonzo just called him Lava. It's like, like Magma is just the same thing. Just. Just yeah. magma almadron, 
It's like it feels very on the nose in comparison to Aurora. I would have probably gone with something like Molten Core Almadron. Maybe. They they did show one of the weapon videos does have Ooh, the Molten me. Almadron. I think it's the Gunlance. Uh, I could mm. be wrong. Um, where it looks very... It does have that, that Almadron sort of like cybernetic like... Uh, maybe not cybernetic. Gundam. Sort of Gundam aesthetic to mm. it. But it was like red hot Gundam and I was like I'm into this aesthetic here for for the magma album drawn armor mm-hmm. I won't probably use it but uh, I'm into it and another thing that we got was we we saw the Malzeno armor for the greatsword and the greatsword was the Malzeno greatsword mm-hmm. too and my uh my brother actually said he was kind of disappointed they showed that off because he was like I kind of would have wanted that to be a thing but I was like I mean they they showed the layered armor as a pre-order bonus. So mm-hmm. I kind of think we were already spoiled of Malzeno armor yeah. to a degree. I don't know if it's I mean, the exact same design. They didn't but... show the Narwa or, or Bushi armor. So they haven't shown us what the, uh, hidden oh, monster, yeah. the hidden, uh, ultimate monster, the is real boss monster. It, yeah. We're not seeing that. We know that. I mean, it's it's always the fake out, right? It's Malzeno. Uh, Malzeno's the problem. Oops, Malzeno wasn't the problem. We killed it, but it wasn't the problem. And yeah. then, and I also, I also think the uh, what is it? The uh, blood blight is going to be an interesting new yeah. mechanic because they said uh, if it enters into a second stage, you enter into a battle of uh, life force with Mal Malzeno. I, I, I very much see it the exact same thing with the frenzy with Gormagala. Because mm-hmm. the way to get Gormagala's feelers to pop out was to purposely do bad at re- rebuffing his debuff. Like, that was... I don't know if you ever knew that, but if you purposely let the blight take effect, it was actually easier for the feelers to pop out and him to go into sort of like the super rage mode. Mm-hmm. So, I feel like this is just another take at Gormagala's mechanics just in a different way and sort of flavoring it as this vampire. Potentially. I think it's also funny that uh, he's got like a a ruffled shirt made out of the little parasitic bat leeches that he has. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the ruffled collar. Yeah, the very Victorian vampire look. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I do enjoy that. Um... Which is kind of funny, because it's like, very much not a natural creature thing, you know what I mean? Like, that's very much inspired from a human thing. Mm-hmm. It's very anthropomorphic of Monster Hunter to do, but at the same time, it's just like, it's whatever. I mean, we've had a jet dragon at this point that's canon, so, and it's in this game, mm-hmm. so it's it's literally a jet. Like, I don't... I, I don't <laughs> <laughs> what am I? What am I caring about realism for at this point? So, now, uh, big question. Since apparently we're only getting one more uh, trailer slash event before release. Hmm. You think Laggy is coming back? I do not. Because everyone's still, Laggy... still thirsting I, for I Laggy. Think, uh, n- no pun intended. I think Laggy is dead in the water. Like I don't. I really don't think. Um. 
Because his he was so centered around the water mechanics. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Him and Gobel were very, very heavy into the water, and that's another reason why we won't see Gobel. Um, I actually watched like a I don't know who 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 it was, um, but some some Monster Hunter YouTuber um, that talked about like, hey, what are some forgotten monsters in the Monster Hunter series that we haven't seen in a long time? And he specifically said that Laggy, a lot of people call Laggy a forgotten monster, but he didn't count it because it was in Generations and Generations Ultimate, mm-hmm. which was not that long ago. So he said the only, the forgotten Leviathan would have been Gobel, um, because Gobel, Definitely. its last appearance was 3 Ultimate. And to be honest, I'd like to see Gobel as well, but like, I feel that it's not their time yet. I think in the future, mm. we will see water mechanics come back. I hope um, so. And I think they will do them better. And I think we will see Laggy and Gobel and those kind of monsters return as well. Um, even Plesioth, uh to that degree. Because I don't I don't see us getting Plesioth in Sunbreak uh, is, as much as... I would personally like to see Plesioth again. I don't think mm-hmm. that's happening. Um, Not unless we get... Um, what is it? The... Uh, what's the... The... The map right by Moga Village. Deserted Island? Yeah, I believe so. Not unless we mm-hmm. get that or... Um, they decide to be really uh, giving with the uh, the uh, flooded forest. Right. Well, see, the, the thing is about the flooded forest, it's it's closer to the portable third version that didn't have water, right? Mm-hmm. Like the portable third didn't have water. So we're seeing these third generation-esque maps, right? So, like, you can see... Flooded Forest is the same, but it's not the exact same. There's there's some of the same interconnectedness, but it's not the exact same way that it was. And they've well, modernized it, obviously. It's it's essentially the same map, but it's got additions to it, both like in terms of like overall size and then verticality. Because it Yeah. It all connects it in a way that makes sense, uh, but some of the layouts are different than what it was. Well, they they have to be because mm-hmm. in the old ones you had these long winding paths that were so essentially between the arenas that you were fast traveling through between the the zones. So you know it, it has to be. It, that's why I really don't consider them the same. They're inspired by third generation, obviously. I mean, mm-hmm. it's, you, you can see the same sort of archway and sort of structures in the desert, but they're smaller. You know what I mean? Like they're mm-hmm. much smaller. They're they're much more. Um, they're mu- they're they, it ends up changing them enough that I don't really feel personally that they are the same. I feel mm-hmm. that they are inspirations from. So, if we get a deserted island. I could see water, but I, they would have to treat it like Generations Ultimate, where you, you know, you're on the shore. It's a bunch of shallow water, 
and then you can fish something out from the place that you used to be able to swim. And I, you know, I'm not really sure that we're going to see a lot of water monsters like that. Um, yeah. I mean, there's also potentially the uh, misty peaks that we could see. Um, sure. Yeah. It'd be cool if we got the tundra because I kind of miss the caves and with that map and stuff. And I, as you know, I want uh, Giginox back. But we'll have to. Yeah, I, I think I think Giginox is another <laughs> one that is going to wait. Don't say it. <laughs> no. They got Kazoo. And they literally fill the same role. Like, I, I feel that's why. <laughs> I feel like that's why it felt kind of like, oh no, when we got Aurora. Somnicanth and Magma Almadron because the ones that you know people were really pulling for we have the lower versions of both Ignactor and Zamtrios were kind of like uh I guess that's it for them at first you know we don't really know they could mm-hmm. still have them and they're just turf wars and, and that kind of stuff I, I really hope that I am right and that we still do have the 30 monsters or so that Iceborne gave us with the massive expansion. Uh, because like, again, we've only seen nine so far. Mm-hmm. And then like, if we come out and we see a couple more monsters, let's say bring it up to 12, three new monsters. Right. Um, if it's literally just those three new monsters, like, like the 12 monsters we've seen for sunbreak and that's it. I'm going to be very disappointed. I'm not yeah. going to lie. Like, like it's, the economy of Monster Hunter, both, you know, playtime and in-game, is heavily dependent on the monsters and the variety of monsters. Mm-hmm. And while Rise has a wonderful variety, we have hit most every type of monster. I think we didn't hit Neopatrons as far as target monsters. We've got, we got Vespoids, but we didn't get, you know, target Neopatrons. Um, yeah. We did hit a Temdesaren. Um, but we also didn't, and also, it still baffles me. It still baffles me that we didn't didn't get Aptanoth, like <laughs> the iconic herbivore. Well, like and I like said, it took me. That'd be perfect to get uh, Deserted Island. Sure, um, and Aptanoth were in the Deserted Island, which is possible. Mm-hmm. Um, I find it insane that they weren't in Rise. Like, I find it absolutely insane. Like, to me, like, as far as, like, someone who's been playing since the first game, they were as as iconic to the series as Rathalos. Like, mm-hmm. like, I don't, and I don't know what you do with a Monster Hunter game that doesn't have Rathalos. Like, 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 I don't, I don't, is it Monster Hunter? Did, did they have a crossover with Dauntless through this one? Like, I don't know. Oh, boy. <laughs> like, where did where did we lose our identity? Not that we have to have every monster come back every time, but I feel that there are key ones to the franchise, and I felt that Aptonoth would have been one of them. Now we mm-hmm. got Kelby, so I guess got, that's what they thought was okay. We got, uh, like Absaros. Yeah, Absaros were there, which I. I you didn't have a backpacking Apsaurus in the Freedom Unite intro. You had a backpacking Optinoth. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, no lie. There's a reason why I built a really awesome Optinoth build for Stories 2. Because mm-hmm. 
it's iconic. It's a funny monster and I love it, but, um, it's just weird. It's just weird. We didn't get it. It'd be kind of weird if we got them in Sunbreak now too. It'd be like, Hey, look what's back after now. And they're like, yes. Awesome. But why were they gone to begin with? Mm-hmm. Like, that would be my question. Like, I thought these were <laughs> ubiquitous in the monster hunter universe, but maybe not. Um, we'll get them back after we defeat, like... uh, Malzino. They were pushed to the, uh, ecological brink by, uh, Malzino's hunting. Man, I tell you what, as much as I love ecology and that kind of stuff, like I have to I have to put my eco- ecology brain to the side when they talk about ecology and Monster Hunter because it's so bad sometimes. Because it's like, they do some awesome things every once in a while, but then they do some things I'm like, no, no, no. Because like, could you imagine a world with that many hyper predators? No, nothing like... They would, ha- you'd have to be like a swimming in a sea of Aptonoth for the for the food chain to support that many hyper predators. Like, like, that's just insane. I mean, they got hyper herbivores too. Right. They got, but those don't get eaten as much. Garing Gollum, I'm pretty sure is one. Um, oh, isn't playing that reminds Diablos. Me. No, there's some awesome ones, but they don't get eaten near as often. They aren't prey. That's the thing is, like, they're yeah, adapted they, to not so be So it prey. balances out. Cause no, it's not like they need of, food. Well, some of the large monsters get too brazen. They, they're they like, oh, hey, I'm going to take on this other larger monster because it's in my territory. And then Diablos goes and kicks their ass. Or Dia- yeah. or uh, Duramboros pancakes their head in with its tail. Yeah. No, I, I get what you're saying with that, but those 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 exist in, in, too, where they're like the herbivore that is sort of outclassed the predators around. Like like but the problem is it's like and I'm not saying we don't we don't know the amount of let's say Nargakuga, but you let, let's think, just like distant world, right? How many hyper predators were in the, the ancient forest? Decent amount probably at least seven different varieties mm-hmm. and when in like you go to some place like in the real world like let's say africa savannah and you have like lions uh, and and cheetahs and hyenas that are like really up there as far as like the near the top of the food chain mm-hmm. but like hyenas are mostly scavengers they'll they'll kill stuff obviously cheetahs are highly specialized but lions are sort of like the the sort of like general apex that i would believe and well the thing is too like with the maps we're only getting like even though the great forest map is like a really big map it's still not a giant area and like even in trailers and stuff and in older versions of the game you get to see like herds of Aptonoth and stuff like that. So they're not just sure, like, yeah. these localized little groups of like four or three per each zone. They're no, large, I agree. massive herds. So I agree, but there are large giant herds of Cape <coughs> Buffalo and zebra and stuff. And they're supporting a lot less top predators in the mm. real world. You know what I mean? Like a lot less variety. Mm-hmm. Um, so, 
that's what I'm saying is like I got it. When we get when you talk about Monster Hunter, I like sometimes they do cool ecological things, but they're cool ecologically in theory. Like when mm-hmm. you actually try to put them to practice, it's like this thing falls apart so fast. Like, like, but it's it's fantasy. It's it's that that's the way I have to take it because well, I mean, if if hip, if I break it down, are, hippos are more dangerous than lions. I'm pretty sure. That's true. Yes, they are. <laughs> and and they are, from my understanding, herbivores. Uh, so. I believe they're actually omnivores, or they're herbivores that will partake. Actually, I figured out something. Most herbivores will eat meat if it's available. That's yeah. So, um, something I learned about deer: <laughs> white-tailed deer are known for knocking birds out out of their nests and eating the baby birds. I was like, that is nuts. If it's like a like a, a like a weak season, or they just find them, they're like, oh, bird chomp, like they're just on the ground because they can't fly yet. Like that's just insane to me. I, I I learned that and I freaked out and I was like, I'm no longer vegetarian's not a thing anymore for me. I I did vegetarian and veganism for a while. And then I was like, this just doesn't, like, I didn't like it. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't like doing it. And yada, yada. Mm-hmm. I was like, this doesn't feel natural for me. Like, I just don't, not that I have to eat meat all the time. I don't, but like, it just didn't, I don't know. And then I learned that. I was like, even deer aren't vegans. And I'm like, that's good. That's great. I feel better about the not following this. And yes, chat says hippos scary. There's a good reason why hippos should scare people. They are large, they are fast, and they can kill a lot of things. Oh yeah. Like I would say I would say probably Garengalm is probably the monster hunter equivalent to a hippo. Yeah. Because like being you wouldn't expect it to be as fast or as violent as it is. And then you right. let your guard down and you're dead. Cause, now, like, what did they classify him as? Was he a uh, fang he beast? Fang beast, which that's, yeah, so that's essentially what a hippo is, is too. Because their yeah, yeah. their teeth are extremely sharp. From like the documentaries that I've watched. Oh yeah, yeah. The the fang beasts being stuff like uh, Rajon <laughs> is is the category that mm-hmm. that we're looking at, and uh, um. Whereas, what is, um, Fanged Beast? So, what's the other one? Are they the same? They can't uh, Bishizan? No, Bishizan, I understand, is a Fanged Beast. No, I'm talking, like, um, Odegarin. Uh, Fanged Wyvern. Fanged Wyvern. There you go. I was like, I know they're both Fanged. I was like, mm-hmm. Fanged Wyvern, which is an ogre... Um, lightning squirrel. I can't remember. Toby Kadachi. There you go. Yeah. Um. So. Um. Just. Yeah. Just like. It's 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 kind of cool to imagine that like Garen Golem, even though he looks like a hippo, is just a beefy rocky monkey, like mm-hmm. in in the Monster Hunter universe. <laughs> I don't know. Kangalala actually was quite like a hippo. There was a lot of features yeah. of a hippo on Kangalala. Um, 
I wonder, you know, that was the thing is like we every time we get Rajong, I'm like, where is Kangalala and where is Blangonga? Like it's we need the, those two back. It's all the haters of of his fart and ass that got him taken out of contention for main main series games. I've been I've been dealing with this since I was eight. I was playing <laughs> Chaos on Primal Rage. Chaos is literally a Kangalala. See, I've talked about Primal Rage a couple times. But he, he literally is a pink giant monkey that farts, pukes, and burps. Like, mm-hmm. that's that's it. Like, And he's the same coloration of King. I almost wonder if there was some inspiration there for Kingalala. Or, or it's just one of those weird simultaneous idea kind of thing. Because, mm-hmm. yeah, that happens too. Pure <coughs> coincidence. Um. Yeah, I'd like. I mean, I'd like to see a Primal Rage remake come back, but that company is long dead. Acclaim. Well, limited run games always seems to have these uh, obscure games that I have no idea what they are. So keep your keep your eyes peeled. They might have it one day. There is a PC version. There is a PC version out there, but it's it's. You know, it's just a remit. It's just like a literally a port of the the mm-hmm. old school game, which is fine. Uh, but I would like to see a modern take of that game. I'd like like there's so many modern takes I'd like to see of different games. Like you know, like would you scoff at having a, a Monster Hunter try remake on the Switch? Like would like I mean I'd hope they go three ultimate instead of try, but I mean you'd still get it, right? Theoretically, I mean that definitely make it more accessible. Right, so if they did something like that, so like, I mean, I'd do it, but I don't know. I'd like to see a modern Primal Rage. I'd like to see a modern Bushido Blade. I'd like to see somebody like a modern EVO. I've talked about that several times. Um, just, just old games that, that we don't see a lot of. Um, as conversely, we get a bunch of sequels. Now, Monster Hunter's in this category. We get a bunch of sequels of the same stuff. But I actually like Monster Hunter, and I want to keep seeing Monster Hunter sequels. But, mm-hmm. you know, I don't know. feels like our, our, gaming, our, our video game franchise pool is dwindling rather than growing. Yeah. In some ways, at least. I mean, I I was playing Slay the Spire again today. (laughs) It's the only game I've been able to play and actually enjoy lately is Slay the Spire. Mm -hmm. And I've played a ton of that game. Get Horizon Zero Um, Dawn. I did. I have them both. I have no desire to play them. Start it. Hunt the robot dinosaurs and deers. I have a game for bickering bucks that I was full (laughs) on Steam for. We we learned that we're going to be basically postponing a month for schedule wise because Brian has so much work to do, and I was like, I can't even ask myself to boot up the PlayStation and go to that game menu. Like it goes on games, and I immediately just switch over to Netflix side. I'm just like, nope, media. I just don't. I don't play care to play anything right now on the PS5. It has been out of my brain for some reason. Oh. Oh, I did uh, finally bite the bullet and I upgraded our uh, family Nintendo account to the expansion pack. So now we can do okay. all the uh, retro collections. Well, not only that, you got the Animal Crossing expansion, you got 
the Mario Kart DLC. Like it's there's some cool things in there that are mm-hmm. just just not the N64 and the, the Genesis collection. <laughs> um although I mostly did it for the N64 collection, I'm not going to lie cuz I <laughs> I I do like some Mario 64 and mm-hmm. um they got something else on there that I was like, "Yes, did I?" Yeah, I, I played and beat Banjo-Kazooie on it recently. I 100% Banjo-Kazooie again, actually, recently. Mm. I forgot I did that this year. Um, <clears throat> so, so, uh, what, so what are you, like you said, you're, you're trying to work on three ultimate, you did generations. What else have you been playing this week? Ace? Um, I've done a little bit of, uh, more of, uh, Lego Star Wars. I've been doing some of the, um, capital ships that spawn in space. Those are is that like a random event kind of thing? Yeah, so it's essentially okay. like their own little. Uh, it's essentially like a full space battle, and then you go into oh, the ship okay. and you have to take over the ship, and then and then the NPCs in the ship often will have comments about about it too. They'll be like, "Everyone, welcome our our new captain who forced his way aboard and took over." <laughs> I do I do enjoy their humor. Okay. Yeah, like I said, I, I Slay the Spire is the only thing I, I really got to play that I've been like Um I was playing uh Fallout New Vegas as per mm-hmm. Sasha's suggestion and I just got far enough I was just like I'm done. I just this is Fallout. I know I don't like Fallout, but I was gonna give it a try. <laughs> And I just, she's going to be disappointed in me next week. I know it, but oh, well, I like what I like and I don't like what I don't like. It's a good game. Mm -hmm. It's just not, not my, not my cup of tea. I just, I, I did a couple missions. I I even restarted after getting sort of soft locked, like I said, last week into that DLC and had a restart. Like I just, I can't do it. I can't do I, I like the moment where I have to worry about supplies and crafting and stuff. My opinion of the game goes super down. Mm. Like I just, anytime I have to do crafting just to get supplies, I'm just like, here we go again. I'm just not into survival. I just, it really kills a game for me very quickly. Cause I, it's becomes an inventory management eventually. And then I don't like doing that. And I got to keep my weight down. That's the reason why I don't do that stuff in D&D. Like, when I was running games, I don't care about bulk or item carry load or that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, as long as you're not being ridiculous about it, I don't care. Like, mm-hmm. that's not a fun thing for me to think about. Like, mm-hmm. did I... Like, how much of the Lord of the Rings was focused on their supplies? <coughs> in the, uh, There's some. There's some there. You know, they they do represent it as a challenge in some, but, like, mm-hmm. it's not, like, the whole focus. You know what I mean? It's not, like, yeah. survival guide to Mordor. Like, <laughs> like, I'm just not, I'm not there. Um, Actually, as chat asking, saying with Breath of the Wild, I love Breath of the Wild. I don't know what it is about Breath of the Wild that really made it different. It didn't feel necessary in Breath of the Wild, I guess. 
um, Breath of the Wild was like a giant playground. It felt like and like, ooh, this good sword, ooh, this good sword. Like, whereas everything felt feels crappy in Fallout. Like everything feels crappy, and I'm just like duct taping it together <coughs> so that it works as it normally would have worked. <laughs> there's like oh, a man. there's like a perspective difference there. I feel. Um, and I I love Breath of the Wild, but Breath of the Wild also is a little more fantasy and. That works better for me too, mm-hmm. which Horizon Zero Dawn more fantasy, so I might get to it eventually. But I just that's another yeah, thing. I'm also uh, considering getting Subnautica on the Switch for no reason, just to play it again. I mean, I never, I never beat it the first game because I never sure. got off off the planet. Um, I don't know. It's on sale for fifteen bucks right now, so it's not a bad price. And then so is uh, Below Zero, so thirty bucks for both of them. If you've never played mm. them on Switch, would be pretty decent. Um. So this is how much I was actually looking for something to play. I bought this weird, like, professional, like, not professional, but some weird like fishing simulator game for like on sale for $15. Mm-hmm. Like now granted, I've said several times I like fishing in games. Like for some reason, if there's a fishing mini game, I'm in, I'm all over it. I'm going to complete that fishing mini game. I don't know what it is, but I got this game and I played it a couple times. And it was like, this is, this is bad. I don't, I don't want to do this. Just like, just, just, Go go back to Monster Hunter and uh, play Generations Ultimate and be a cat. Just go to wild, go to the fishing spot on the map and just fish there. That's the one game where I just don't care about fishing as Monster Hunter because everything else is so much better. You know what I mean? Like everything else is so good about that game. It's not that the fishing is bad. It's just that it's used to get certain things. Like, I mm. will do it to get the frozen tuna. Mm-hmm. Stuff like that. Or, But it's mostly for gunners. Like, gunners use a lot of fish mm-hmm. for weapons. You know, not weapons, but ammo and that kind of thing. And um, it's just, I don't know. That one... It's again, it's not bad, but there's no reward to it other than the item, and you could just use the farm. Whereas, I don't know, like I mean, tales, tales of in Arise for in for you, there was the uh, reward of catching a fucking plesioth with a net. No, I did that every time. Every time I did that mini game because that was hilarious. Just seeing a uh-huh. giant plesioth just flopping on the deck, just that was. <laughs> That was the most hilarious thing coming from Freedom Unite back into the series. And yeah. that being instantly a thing where like I have like, that I have jerk. Some, I some, got him. Some bad memories of like fighting uh G rank Plesioth in uh what map was it? It's one of the maps where you go uh to an under an underground lake. And you yeah. fight him. Ugh. Yeah, that was that's the desert. Such sweet revenge. Yeah. 
Yeah. Well, no, I think it was the old desert or something like that. Um, yeah, yeah, it's the old desert because that was a that was always a rough fight when um, you would go down there and he would start doing his thing that would put you to sleep, where he would fly very like he would jump and mm-hmm. he would fly across the arena to the other side of the water and just like if he hits you, which is a very wide hitbox, you're asleep and it would do a lot of damage. Mm-hmm. So you're just like half your health, just sleeping on the ground. And here it comes. Here comes the the water jet. And if you like got hit in the wrong spot, you, sure enough, right across you, just zzz, you're dead. Mm-hmm. It was uh, those were tough quests. Puzzy oh, yeah. was always tough because like you could just throw a sonic bomb and like oh he comes out. Sometimes, <laughs> sometimes he comes out of the water. well and the thing is sometimes he comes out of the water and then goes right back in too like i've I've definitely had it where he flops back out but then he turns around right away and dives back in and it's like right why did i waste that that was that was the i've said this a couple times that that was always my biggest sort of pseudo disappointment and try is not having plessy off because it was like i saw the underwater combat in the trailer and i was like Wait a minute! I could jump in after Plesioth. I get him, and Plesioth's not in the game. And I'm like, but he was the one, the one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, why? <laughs> why would you do this to me, Capcom? But then we got him back in Three Ultimate, so he was yeah. actually on some of the cover art, um, or splash, you know, advertisements and splash art, um, because cover art was actually. Uh, in the United States was um, Azur Rathalos and then everywhere else Brachidius or Brachidius or whatever you want to say you know Mm -hmm. but then there was promotional stuff that had Plesioth and I was like yes (coughs) time to get him yeah we'll have to see if we get Brachidius as well yeah, I so I watched a, uh, a like a, on YouTube. There was like a long trailer of like all the monster intros from World and Iceborne, and it was like a two-hour video <laughs> of just all the intros. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and and seeing some of the intros, I was like, man, I, I missed that monster. Man, I missed that monster. Man, I missed that monster. Even though it was an Iceborne, you know, we not long ago played it, but like, right. I would have, I would have liked to see. Like, could you imagine if Beatotus returned? People would be like, "What? Are you kidding me? Another Piscean Wyvern? Are you kidding me?" Like, I don't know. I, I, I like I the mean, idea of it. I, I would say I like Beatotus more than Gerardus. Okay, I like Gerardus though. I mean, I like them both, but I, I like, I like Beatotus a lot more. I would say. I don't really have a big difference between the two for me. Like they're both good in my book, but like they're not mm-hmm. they're not standout monsters. They're not favorites. You know, they need to if be I had, Yeah, I think I think you're right, but I think they work as smaller monsters too, just for their environment, you know, like the 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 fight arenas I that they're in. Want my big Piscean wyverns back. Stop yeah, shrinking them down. Plesioth. 
That's what Plesioth is. That's what I... He's my favorite Piscean Wyvern, partially. Actually, um, Cephedrome was, like, pretty big at times, mm. too. Sorry, I get the hiccups for some reason. Um, yeah, Cephedrome, uh, I remember him being pretty big and freeing Unite. I think it actually sized him down a little bit in Generations Ultimate in some cases. Mm-hmm. Freedom Unite, I remember him being pretty, pretty beastly. And also a lot more difficult to deal with. <laughs> they, yeah, they need to they need to size the Piscean Wyverns back up and stop being cowards about it. Mm-hmm. I want my big fishies. I agree. I was, um, I was so disappointed ha- when they brought him brought Levasioth back to uh, world, but he was tiny in comparison to his former stature. Yeah, yeah, because his former stature, he's a Plesioth size, which is a Gravius size, mm-hmm. which is immense, and like th- everything is is more of a Rathalos ish size now. Um, yeah. Most he, everything is less intimidating. As a result, too, because then he hits, he hits less hard, and to me, mm-hmm. it, in world, I dislike Lavasioth a lot because it's just tedious. Because sure. with the yeah, with the lava hardening, it becomes frustrating to deal with. If you, I mean, obviously you can circumvent it by getting like bomb pods or slinger torches and reheating the yeah. areas, but it, it gets frustrating to have to constantly do that instead of just clipping his legs and getting his underbelly. Right. Yeah, or, or eventually, what I ended up doing a lot of times is just breaking the head mm-hmm. and then just focusing on the head is, is what I would do. Yeah. Which... Yeah, you can use some bomb bomb pods to to get that going. Um, yeah. Um, so so how? So what are we we need to do? We never did. Uh, we did do an official um, predictions episode for Rise. Do you want to do that? Maybe next month for because we're we're talking. What next month? So this is May. Third week, we're getting pretty close to release. The next time we do a Monster Hunter discussion, mm-hmm. which will be post whatever the next event is, we potentially could. Because there, it's... there's a lot of possibilities for monsters. Yeah, I think it's going to be really weird if they don't have all have like even half of the missing implied monsters. Oh yeah. No, it's Bulfango or uh Bulldrome, we've got uh Zamtrios, we've got Agnactor, um uh, Gravius <laughs> who makes the joke uh off Popo we got Popodrome Gameth <laughs> No, uh, I don't, Gameth is not tied to Popo, but, uh, great um, Jaggy. Yeah. Great Jaggy. And, um, 
did we get no we didn't get joggy so we don't we wouldn't get joggers um no oh, yeah yeah uh we got jaggers i mean and great the... jaggers no um uh, we we have we don't have joggy or, or jaggers either we don't have their large form yeah no so. So. Um and then Tetsukabra. Yeah. Tetsukabra is the other one. And I I could see Tetsukabra being left out. I can see the the Jagras being left out cuz they they've done that to those lower monsters like why would they want a lower tier monster? Mm-hmm. But I mean, Beatotus is kind of that. Like it's a G rank of that. Yeah. If that makes sense. So like I I don't I don't see that being as much of an issue now. Um I don't know. Like there, I feel like that Sunbreak has a lot wider of options than mm-hmm. we've had before because it is a more sort of pseudo European setting than we had mm-hmm. with a lot more open areas and open plains is what I would expect. So hopefully this isn't like Sunbreak. Sunbreak isn't like Iceborne, where we only got one new map. So, hopefully. But if we did only get one new map, I feel like we're we're probably in, in, because of the nature of it being essentially exclusive to Switch and PC, um, we're in the danger of having a lower monster count um, because of that. Whereas Mm -hmm. that wasn't necessarily the case in Iceborne. But we are seeing monsters in earlier areas, too, which is what happened in Iceborne as well. Like, it did just because... Mm -hmm. They had one map, didn't mean that, you know, Nargakuga wasn't in that map, but it was in the ancient forest and, uh, and the coral highlands. But, um, I don't know. It's a lot up in the air, but that's why we do these prediction episodes. Mm-hmm. I think it'd be cool since we started off with, uh, three to go back to two. And introduce, reintroduce some of the classic maps from 2. I want to see them go up to 4. I want to see Nersilla. I want to see Najarala. Mm-hmm. Um, even um, Ketchawacha, maybe. Stuff like that. I want to see some 4 monsters pop in. I mean, we got Seregios, so... It's possible yeah. that we could see more. I'd hope to see Nursilla again. I'd hope to see Najarala again. I really liked Najarala. And Snake Weapons, I think, is one of the last categories we don't have a target monster in as well. So if we get mm-hmm. uh, Celtus and Celtus Queen and Najarala, we've hit, I believe, every category. Maybe they'll screw it up like Harry Potter and we'll get a Basilisk that's just like a snake. Don't do that to me. <laughs> don't, don't do that to me. It's that's why I couldn't get over my hatred for Harry Potter for so long. Now I'm okay with it. Although I really, I really enjoy because a lot of people like to call people Muggles based on the series. Like whoever doesn't have magic, they call them Muggles. Mm-hmm. I really get a kick out of aggravating people and calling people no magis because it is the technically correct term for people in the United States not having mm-hmm. magic, as I learned from Fantastic Beasts. And I was like, yes, 
I totally want to say no Madge now. <laughs> They're like, no, Muggle. I'm like, no, no, no. It's no Madge. You're in the United States. <laughs> yeah. I love that. Um Okay, so uh, maybe that we'll just make that the next one then. We'll just make that our prediction episode. And uh, we'll see how we do afterwards. Well, so since we're going with uh, European theme, and we've already got uh, vampire and technically like a golem with Garangolm, what do you think mm-hmm. would be the basis for the ultimate bad. Mm, that's rough because <clears throat> I, I I could see them doing something where for once that Malzano is the ultimate bad, mm. but assuming he isn't, um, mm, that's tough. We haven't seen a zombie. I was, I was going to say, um, I'm thinking it could possibly be one of two, well, one of three things. One thing Mm -hmm. I, is just some, one option is obviously just something I, I, that none of us can think of that they'll come out with. Mm -hmm. The other two are sort of tied together, essentially, uh, because my main idea would be that it would be like the plague since the plague is like the ultimate killer in your bubonic plague. Yeah. Yeah. Which it's just then, a, a giant rat monster. Then leads or well, then leads to Black Death, which then lends itself mm-hmm. to Gormagala. But I don't know that they'd bring Gormagala back and have like not a, as whole a final plague narrative. Um No, no. So. Not as a final boss. <coughs> What well, also leads? Yeah, to you think you Shigaru. think in twenty twenty two they're going to avoid a plague narrative? You think? <laughs> Maybe we'll see. That'd be funny. Just twist the knife a little bit. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I played a Plague's Tale in twenty twenty, mm-hmm. so but that is about the bubonic plague with fantasy elements attached. I mean, there's a bunch of people who during. This du- re-downloaded Plague Inc. and stuff like that. So. Yep. Yeah, it might be one of the few cell phone games I actually bought and own. Mm-hmm. It's Plague Inc. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's uh, there's a lot to think about because we we we're not too far away, which is why I'm okay just playing small games although i did get uh i did just before you hopped on a new game on Mm -hmm. gog i think it's called old world and it's like a mix between civilization and um sort of like uh crusader kings that 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 uh pan really liked where you're kind of managing a family and that kind of thing but it's also more of that strategic grid warfare mm. that civilization is um okay so i just did a quick look um yeah european creatures uh dragon no duh we've already got dragons in it 
Yeah, Basilisk yeah, yeah. is listed as one. Uh, Basilisk would be there, um, even though the Basilisk does originate from South America mm-hmm. in in origin. So I think top three off of what I see here is what I I think I would want to see: uh, Basilisk, Basilisk, Chimera, or Kraken. We kind of got the Kraken with um, the no, Generations I wanna, one. I want a full-fledged one. I mean, he's kind of like a Kraken slash Hydra. Mm-hmm. Um, Narcarcos? Yeah, yeah. Narcarcos. Um, I want to see a Hydra. Like, I could see a Hydra being a big bad, too. But that's more Greek mm-hmm. than European. Yeah. Um, even though it's in Europe, obviously. But you know what I mean? Like we're talking more UK origin versus you know, larger European. Right. I would think. I would think at least. Um you know, UK, France, that kind of thing. Um Yeah, cuz like what we've hit the werewolf, we've hit the vampire, we've hit the the golem Flesh Golem slash Frankenstein's monster. I gotta run to the bathroom quick. Sure. I'll monologue. <laughs> um, see, I, I don't really know just what else could could occur that's European. I'm not as familiar with that. I guess a, there's stuff like ghosts and zombies. I guess zombie would be have to be mine. Um, while I'm in this monologue stage, uh, I will ha- talk about if you're a listener, uh, do check out, we've been doing, I've been doing, uh, another show for flesh and blood. If you're interested in that trading card game called no blocks that we run on Mondays. Um, it's been a kind of fun getting to know, uh, some people in the flesh and blood community and talking it out. I'm glad to have someone who knows the cards better than me very terrible at knowing the cards like off the top of my head but it's it's fun to sort of you know talk about that i i did do a magic show in the past but it's obvious that i wasn't really into magic as much as um as i used to be so it kind of fizzled out for me and in fact i haven't i hadn't even played magic the last couple episodes we did for months so but whereas you know i'm actually helping run a flesh and blood league i'm a you know certified lowest level judge you can be level zero but you know it's 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 a lot of it's a lot of fun um my first real super foray into a card game where i've dove super hard so it's good to find people to talk about it so i I hope you guys uh do check out that and of course we have bickering bucks too um bickering bucks uh we'll probably have an episode out late June-ish, right? Probably about the time we're going to get, uh, uh, sunbreak, uh, only because of schedules, like I mentioned earlier. Um, and that one is stranger paradise, the final fantasy game. So let's, uh, let's hope that one goes well. I just advertise the other podcast shows. We're good. Don't know if you got it, but I kind of smacked myself in the face with one of the earmuffs. So, that was fun. I did not. I did not catch it. So, um, 
Is there anything else you'd like to add to the the Monster Hunter spec pseudo speculation we have going, or no? I don't know. There's a bunch of stuff I'd like to see back, but we'll just have to wait and see. True. True. <coughs> um, to be honest, I thought the weapon videos were going to carry us a lot longer, and it was just sort of like, hey, they're really cool, but I feel like. They showed us some armor. They didn't show it like it for me. It's hard to talk about new moves because this is like you don't really know to execute them. You know what I mean? Like, you're like, oh, this is really cool, and I, I can't get into the mechanics as much because I'm just again, I, I lean more towards the monster side instead mm-hmm. of the hunter side of the game. So, mm. which I feel you're the same, you know, with your fictional subspecies and that kind of stuff that you do. Mm-hmm. Like I feel, I feel you're more on the monster side as well. Yeah. I mean, that's what got me into the series was the monsters and yeah. Fighting them and learning about them. I mean, yeah, I kind of kind of give a shit about the humans. Right. Like they're boring. Who, who cares about humans? Unless you're doing D and D stuff. Yeah, well, I've librarians in the guild. I'd be interested to learn more about, but sure. Yeah, just learning about everyday people. It's like, woohoo! Another race of humans. Don't care. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, well, if we don't have much else, I think we'll just end it here. Have a shorter episode today. Um, so, because uh, there wasn't a lot to talk about for the weapon videos, like we said. Um, but I'm glad we got some speculation in there and some other things to talk about tonight. Um, I mean, we'll be back. I could be, huh? I could, uh, fake being enraged by there being a uh, magma almadron instead of Agnactor. I mean, I was, we, we talked about that last week. It, mm-hmm. It's, it's what it is. We could still get them, but we don't know. Um, so we, we don't even know when this June event <laughs> is yet. Do we? They just said in June, right? Yeah, I haven't seen I haven't seen anything uh, scheduled. Let me see. Um, while he's checking into that, I think um, next week we're probably just going to do another wild card episode. Uh, don't have a list together yet for what we're doing, but we'll uh, we'll see. So we'll have to decide on what that is, and we'll be here next week with Sasha. And we're getting closer, not not yet, but we're getting closer to her new job where she has a lot more time to game. So she'll mm-hmm. have possibly, possibly starting to get into Monster Hunter if we, if we push it, but not too hard, right? Like we gotta, we gotta, we gotta be gentle about. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't see any exact date listed. Right, I think they just said June, which you wouldn't, you wouldn't think that they would have like, here's all this information about the game and it's out tomorrow. Like, I don't think we're going to see it. That I think we're going to mm-hmm. see early June, would be whatever the, uh, the announcement is. So, uh, thank you guys for watching or tuning in uh, on the audio. Uh, this is Fortuan. You can catch me at Hunters Hub Pod on Twitter. Also here on the Twitch is Hunters Hub Pod. Um, 
like I said, uh, when when Ace was away, be sure to check out our other shows. Um, and if you want to follow us on the Discord, uh, you can always hit me up on Twitter, or it is open to the public. It's just Hunter's Hub on Discord. Um, you can, I think you can search it. I'm not really good with the whole Discord searching thing. Um, but if you need a direct link, either one of us can give it to you. And if you want to talk to Ace, it's at Ace Badger Gaming on Twitter. And we both talk about a variety of gaming stuff on Twitter. Uh, and Ace gets into some political stuff that I don't. <laughs> Every now and then. I more so yeah. keep that on my personal just because, I don't know. Right. I tend to get more heated heated, heated in uh, verbally I do uh, see that. free-flowing stuff. So now that we are Facebook friends, I do see that on Facebook occasionally where you do get mm-hmm. a little more heated. And I'm just like, I'm still the same. Uh, you know, <laughs> my, my public profile is the same as my private profile, whereas I'm just like, politics? Nah. <laughs> just, nah. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not gonna. Not well, that's sort of the thing. Like, people, people, quote unquote, don't like politics in their gaming. So that's why I more or less try to keep it separate just because I am outspoken on a lot of issues when it comes to politics sure. but i mean occasionally it does cross over no it does so. and, it, and there are political games there are games that are meant to be political and make a statement and mm-hmm. it will you know boil over and 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 everything technically is political by nature you know what i mean like you can debate anything even as far as the economy and stuff like that just based off of games so it's not that yeah. like politics are unimportant. It's just like I feel like I am way out of my depth in them. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I just don't. Well, and I, I... did you know? Apparently, we're both like violent murderers in the waiting in the wings. I did. Yeah, this is what I saw. You were talking about on Facebook. Yep. Yep. Because uh, there was another mass shooting, and video games were blamed again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. As they are, damn near every time. Yeah. Instead yeah, of addressing the actual time. issues, which the shooters more or less lay out in their manifestos every time they go and do these things. Yeah, actually, one of the things I watched, uh, been kind of, I was almost on a doom kick where I was going to start streaming it or something, <laughs> but I just don't feel like streaming, so I don't. But I was almost about ready to start Doom twenty sixteen and that kind of stuff. So I watched a couple videos on just Doom stuff, like I normally do on on. Uh, YouTube and that kind of thing. Um, one of the things was talking about the Columbine shootings and the fact that you know one of those kids were super into Doom and was actually mm-hmm. a mapper. And you can actually play some of his maps that he's created uh, before the incident and that kind of stuff. And of course, there's the secret hidden maps that are the you know the actual maps he made that is the Columbine High School and that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so. Yeah, it's been in the in the spotlight for a long time. Games and shooting violence, and it's just yeah, it's the same story every but time. As far as like it's as far as video games are concerned, it's just like you're 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 finding a scapegoat rather than fixing the problem. Which is kind of funny because, um, that's that's largely like a conservative and some democrat politicians go to um i don't know if you've heard about it the uh uh school shooting movie that 
Ben Shapiro's media company uh, supported and advertised um, Run, Hide, mm-hmm. Fight or whatever it is. Uh, I don't think they brought up video games in that, which is weird. Hmm. Because they, like, do all this other weird stuff that I would say is very disingenuous to the argument and does not mm-hmm. does not accurately depict the way in which a shooting unfolds. Um, it's just weird not to see that since that's usually an argument that is brought up all the time with these. Mm. Okay. Interesting. Okay, well, we're going to end on a weird note for that, so... <laughs> It's okay. It's important stuff. It's just I don't I don't know. I don't know where to go from that. So but thank you guys for tuning in. We'll we'll catch you next time. Welcome back, Steve.